Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a food tram sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus player Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, get going. All right. Welcome to the Christmas edition of the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the range, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, live right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. I'm TJ Graney, your host, and in the bunkhouse, of course, is your... Is my co-host and uh, oldest, wisest. Doesn't he look like a homeless radio star today with his headphones over the top of his hoodie? That's how we're going to begin. I'm Cody Ryan, (laughs) the number one outdoor radio show host in the state of Texas right now for, according to the Texas Outdoor Writers Association. Wow. Beautiful. And beefsteak. Yeah, I bet. Beefsteak is the outlaw that get. Uh, gets here and rides with us. The outlaw. He's in charge like of the uh, information flow. And uh, Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here ahead of everybody else and makes sure the gate gets open and the old pot belly stove gets fired up, pours some water over the old coffee grinds, and boy, we needed it today. It's a tad chilly. It's not, I, I'm not going to complain about it being cold here because there's people that have. Man, in Colorado, it's a foot a day coming down out there. This mucky, beautiful white stuff just covering everything, and that's a that's a beautiful thing. But I'm fine not being in that beautiful thing stuff. It's right a now. different cold, though, man. Yeah. This is like this is. I, I was thinking about it uh, as I was coming in this morning. I'm always I'm cold in this kind of weather because when you know that you're not going to be out in it. You don't don't properly dressed for it. And so, you know, you're kind of dressed like, you know, with just a jacket on or whatever, just to get from the truck to the building or vice versa. And so you're not dressed for it. So it is cold. When you get up and you dress for it, you got your thermals on and you got your layers on and all that. It's, yeah, it's not cold at all outside. Should have dressed. I think, I think about it often just, you know, when when you're when you're operating in it, like if you're out on a hunt camp, right, or if you're out doing a long distance hike or something like that, 
you're just mind is just in a place where you're and so i think it's the same way you're if you live where it's snowing you just get up and you just know okay i'm putting on my waterproof putting on these seven and, pairs of pants well and you know what I got, I got this that new coat that i got that's that new puffy, uh down the puffy the, coat. yeah the puffy coat down i'm telling you what it's down 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 material yeah, that's why it's skiing that's why it is them skiing, it is but. absolutely incredible but yesterday they are like Never, nothing I've ever experienced. It was it, colder in Mason out at the Deer Lease. It was twenty-eight degrees. Yeah, when you said that yesterday, I thought, "Oh my gosh!" Because it wasn't that. It wasn't near that cold here. I think in the or the hilly country up there, I think it just gets a little I bit gotta, colder. Where my house is, it's usually colder, uh, cooler. You know, it'll freeze when it's not freezing in town or whatever. Well, I woke up this morning. It said it was checked the thermometer. It said it was thirty-five degrees. I get out mm-hmm. to my truck. It's thirty-five degrees. And then I go to clear off my windshield, and it's covered in a layer of ice. It's thirty-five degrees. <laughs> well, it's just coming off of it. But the uh, why do I the, got ice? The cement and all holds a lot of heat, you know, around the around town during the day and radiates that heat overnight. Well, but anyways, I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you all a three days beef till steak deer hunting story. Oh, all right, Lord. from yesterday. So I drove in last night. Or yes, wow, really. <laughs> Okay, I came back because we have a family uh, Christmas vacation, as you can probably tell from my hat I was wearing yesterday, you know, with uh, Eddie, Cousin Eddie coming in. But, so, <laughs> yesterday I get out, go, okay, I'm going to do all my hunting, I'm going to do a morning hunt, afternoon hunt, do it all in one day, get it wrapped up, get my two does, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. First thing, first two minutes of shooting time and this doe comes out, and I, I'm looking. I'm is that really a doe? I'm not quite sure. I'm about ready to pull the trigger, and I hear this little voice in my back of my mind. Spiky. That sounds just like Cody. And it goes, if you shoot, don't ever shoot the first thing that comes out. He told me that a long time ago because, you know, he's like, don't shoot the first thing that ever that comes out in the morning. Because then you never get a chance to shoot the big ones or something. I forget the whole story, but so that was lingering in the back of my mind. You want me to explain I, it to you now, or uh, as I let enough? up the trigger and I'm like, okay, I understand. I think that applies to bucks. But anyways, you were nagging me in the back of my head, Cody, Good. Oh and you weren't gosh. even there. Good. And so that, of course, that doe was chased off by a buck, and I never saw another doe until two minutes left of it of shooting time to get when it was dark and i'm like i'm pulling the trigger bam okay next shot boom down go i gotta get back to austin clean it up you know do do the whole thing skin it have the uh you you know your gut bucket there and rick bird is getting ready to help me load it on the back of the suburban on my little crate back there and he Uh goes you got the head right i'm like hmm i uh and he politely told me that I needed to have the head yeah, in order to transport it. Proof of sex. And I'm like, huh. And then I got that look of fear in my eyes as I trace it back in my mind and remember that it probably went out in the gut bucket with us to the gut pile. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, so anyways, I had to... He was nice enough to take me out there with his Jeep and shine the light. And 
<laughs> Luckily, you've you've seen gut piles before. I'm sure you've seen your well, your share yes, of them. and if they're used at oh, all, it's used they can a be a gnarly little. And it's a big hole in the ground, right? And it's yeah. usually just a soupy mess of everything you can imagine. Luckily, I had kind of a very unique place that I put that, and so me, armed with just a plastic bag and a knife, went in after the deer head. That's good that uh, you had somebody there. <laughs> I would have remembered. I mean, come on, you know, you know, I my little checklist of tagging it and making sure, but you know, it's supposed to be tagged before you even picked it up and I, carried it. I, it yes, was right. I understand, but you're checking the list off. You know, you're making okay. sure that you got this. Making you got sure you tagged on it in it the field and before you loaded it up so, to take it back to the camp. So just me and uh, a knife and a one plastic bag went into the into the gut pile and came out with a head. <laughs> the head. I've got it! It's here! But doesn't that it's just... It's a golden ticket! But think about it in your head. What You know, the, the fear that runs through your mind when you go, it's in the gut pile. I When I dropped it and pulled the skin off, I dropped it in the gut bucket and it went out there. So I Would you switched, go after it? So I oh, yeah. switched... You got it, right? I switched my... A lot of people make the mistake of gutting and doing everything down and trying to cut the head off at the very end you cut the head off first it's the first thing you do is you cut the head off first thing you do <laughs> yeah because you don't have All right, check out this deer. <laughs> then because you don't have any of the muck and yuck on it and it's got to come off you can cut it off all the way because you don't want to mess up your deck neck meat and so first thing i do is i go around there and I, you can take the loppers and you have some interesting ways of doing your stuff. Son, yeah, I've done a thousand of them. He does. Yes. Um, I now, do a thousand. That's a whole other segment to talk about. Anyway, little. it's Christmas. We got three days till Christmas. Uh, super good. If your shopping's not done, I don't think Amazon can save you. I want to finish up with a, with a tip real quick. So on that with the uh, tag we were talking about, um, our friend Jeff he remember i told you the game warden was there and he helped him age that buck a big buck that he got well he got a little letter in the mail from the game warden with a warning about tagging and he had tagged it on the antler and the game warden was saying you can't tag it on the antler you have to uh tag it on the body hmm. what are you talking about so I've taped it to an antler a thousand Apparently, times. Apparently, me too. That's what everybody always says, right? You're supposed to do that. But that's just proof of sex to have the head, the body, and they're disconnected, and you're supposed to have it on the body. Well, the the head is connected to the antlers. But the body. Only a portion you, of the ear, though. <laughs> no, the whole head. Fall, I whip the antlers on it. I don't cut I the understand. antlers off. No, I'm just saying antlers fall Even off. with the head, with the antlers, or it's antlers. not attached to the body. And apparently what the letter said was that you have to have it attached to the body. If what? The yeah. So how it. do you attach it to meat laying I, in your cooler? I put it on a uh, zip tie. And put a little hole in it and um, put it around the I'll, Achilles. You do, you do a survey of how many guys... Don't just tape it to the. Do you antler. want to get a warning from the from the nice little <laughs> warden? Huh? Well, depends on which county you're in. Actually, I would assume. I just I don't know. What is he just nothing else to do? I'm a huge fan of game wardens. I but that there's I've never heard that. I've never. I mean, how can that not be proof of sex? 
It's not proof of sex. It's the it's the tag of that's proof. The tag of, has to stay. The with antlers the, is proof of sex, but that probably tag worth has to the, stay with probably the body. worth looking in the book. And if it doesn't define it clearly, then which it very easily could be the problem. <laughs> Well, well, it could define well, it. Well, I'm sure. Or it's it does. the way you, you know. Maybe our caller in guy. The maybe the. Uh, uh, I'll look it up right now. Well, maybe our uh, we'll get our, three days till Christmas, and if your Christmas shopping isn't done, what do you not know? Amazon.com delivers to your house with drones. We had I had three boxes at the end of my driveway. These guys are getting stressed out. My wife <laughs> put a big bowl of candy oh my gosh and a sign that says to That's, our ups drivers and ha- please merry christmas except for the guy leaving it at you know, the end of the driveways missing well, he the missed, bowl of he, candy. I, hey hey on you, him baby i'd love him. your wife should sit out there with a shotgun because i hear about all these porch pilots that are following around oh, the, the big pirate, amazon po- porch pirates yeah, yes following around the prime vans right and going and then picking you don't up want the, to do that at my house I no. got candy and shotguns. It's like a trap, right? I got a guy I saw it's the box he set outside and wrote big letters. He set out different boxes and wrote TV on it and wrote <laughs> and left and it he on his dog porch. poop on it <laughs> in it and stuff. Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off new Ram trucks. That's Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Not a better time to buy a truck than right now. Better performance, more efficiency, and new technology. That's the Ram. Uh, 1500 the texas outdoor riders association truck of the year and if that's not enough you still have now maxwell's personal promise promise he's been making for 30 years to beat any competitor's price price in central texas just bring them the signed buyer's order and they'll beat it super center size selection and savings the number one chrysler dodge jeep ram sales leader in central texas now maxwell super center 620 and 183 in austin or visit them online at now we'll talk a little duck hunting on the flip side plus your outdoor Wham. news of the weird game Wham. warden field notes all that and more it is the number one outdoor radio Wham. show in texas you're listening to the right here live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 check us out at the outdoorzone.com American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Sun Automotive, at some point everybody needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Each and every person Sun Automotive that works at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate to you that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs follow them on facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week sun auto service find locations all around central texas our little family locations of 405 west slaughter lane there's one at 1300 medical parkway in cedar park 1403 rivery boulevard in georgetown and lakeway at 1206 ranch road 620 just go to sunautoservice.com for more from our buddies there i went to uh uh archery country today we'll talk about that man i or this week and got some bows and stuff for some kids it's christmas week man if you're not getting it's it it's a good gift if 
you're not getting it done, you're about out of time. You're about out of time. <laughs> 50th Classic uh, is going on this year, the Bassmaster Classic. The 50th, 50th? anniversary is going on oh, this year. Wow. That'd be a good one to go this to. This year, yeah. This, I'm, I'm sure this is going to be a big old party after the first year and the classic hits. Uh, it's going to be a big old party. So something to kind of keep on your radar. You should go to that. Uh, we'll see. I'm, You know, I may be – so I registered. Uh, I was the second of uh, group to – I think second or third group to be able to register out of about eight different categories that they have, right? So they have different categories. The earlier you register for Bassmaster Open events, the likelier you are to get in. Well, I'm like second or third group out of like eight different categories, basically, and it works its way down, if that makes any sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I'm a life member, right? I paid $500 or $700 or something and become a life member of BASS and registered for the Bassmaster Opens during the life membership uh, registration oh, time. Oh, that's good. That's nice. uh, okay. I, I became a life member a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I registered for the Opens, and I'm still on the waiting list. It's not looking good, not looking like I'm going to get in. A lot of guys registered. They are plumb full of pro anglers and co-anglers on both sides. Uh, A ton of guys coming from FLW that fish the FLW Tour and switching over to fish the Bassmaster Opens, trying to qualify for the Elite 80 or whatever, you know, uh, the Elite Series. And so so it's full. I mean, it's full of names like... Scott Martin and the, you know the guys that have won FLW tour event level tournaments, right? And it's just knocking us little guys out. If that ends up being the case, I'm going to be a little upset. I'll be a little. I'll be a little. Uh, I mean, there's 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 guys all over the country that have uh, posted on their social media that they're in that they've you know got their invite. Well, in, it's not. So, it's not over yet. No, it's not. I'm just saying that it will be a little frustrating it, a guy that has supported Bassmaster for all these years uh gets trumped by somebody you know these guys that have never fished Bassmaster or haven't for years and years or you know well i can tell you of all the tours that i've watched you fish and all the times i've followed you around the country and been your bass caddy and all those kind of things the the BASS events have been my favorite. Yeah, well, BASS is 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 been around for the longest. Obviously, they're the they're but the I place just... to go. And FLW, they do a fantastic job. If I don't get in to these Bassmaster events, I'm going to go and try and fish some FLW stuff. I mean, there's no sense in not. Can you just? Do... I just want to freaking fish, man. I know you do. Just let me in. I just want to fish. I don't care about all this drama, crap, changing league, buying out. All that crap. Just let me fish for some big money. That's it. That's all I want to do. All right, skipping that. We wow. uh, <clears throat> went on a duck hunt last weekend. Quack. <laughs> <laughs> I may I may just say screw all the fishing thing and just go duck hunting. Come on, become a duck hunter and go all over well, the world look, shooting waterfowl. If yeah. I look at the photos from your hunt, it, yeah. there was a, a twinkle in your eye. There Man, was. I'll tell you what. It, it, you know, it's kind of like that redfish tournament I fished a year or two ago where uh-huh. I was like, I came back and I was like, selling all my freshwater stuff, going saltwater. Redfish are awesome. Uh, and I would have done that 
had I not, you know, already had so much invested in <laughs> the freshwater fishing world. Uh, so it was kind of that same kind of thing. It was like, I'm joining a duck club and this is what I'm going to do during duck season. It's awesome. Forget sitting in that box blind watching a corn feeder that doesn't ever go off because mine never works and no deer ever come out while I'm hunting and everybody around me shoots giant bucks. Like, I'm just going to get duck hunting. How do you really feel? Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you lay there on the couch? I haven't had a good good, uh, productive deer season like in 36 years. So it's been a Mm. rough 36 years of deer hunting. Uh, Wow. But duck hunting... How was your relationship with your father? Well, let's think. Are we going to go there? No, oh, okay. no, we don't have time for <laughs> that. Duck hunting good radio. I loved. I loved sitting by. So I went and did the goose thing with yeah. Steve Lockoff yeah, last, last year, year. and good. it was it was frigid cold. Yeah, but we were in blinds just like you guys. Just uh you know, and we were up. we were on the edge of a of a of a plowed cornfield or something. Yeah, and those geese came in. Geese, you know, geese, and you would just watch them circle, 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 and then they start coming in, and they get close, and uh, and those big old birds. Oh my gosh, man, they thump when yeah. they hit the ground. That is cool. Yeah, that, that is cool. I don't think I killed one, but everybody else <laughs> killed a bunch. And Cody, you said you, you saw a bunch of those sandhill cranes, right? Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess it was season last weekend for sandhill cranes. I saw a truck. I don't I mean, I don't know what the limit is, two or something, you know, but it's funny. I mean, it's a whole different world. I was down near Bay City, uh, and it is that is duck hunting ground. I mean, everybody down there had a truck, a trailer, and a Polaris on the back. I mean, I must we must have seen 40 or 50 rigs like that. It's like, do, does anybody live a normal life down here? Because apparently not. They all mm-hmm. duck hunt. It's fly over School territory. is closed. Yeah. School, yeah. Everything. <laughs> and they, uh, so there's this truck that's driving home, and there's like, it's like a, just a little cab and a half. I don't even think it was a four-door pickup truck. And... It had it must have had five or six people in it, you know, all dressed in camo, stacked in that truck, and it was missing the tailgate. Didn't have a tailgate on it, but it was plum stuff full of and nothing holding them in, like no bungee or anything. I'm like, what is going? Plum full of these sand hill cranes, you know, ribeye of the sky. Yeah, yeah, whatever just, they call them. I mean, apparently they're fantastic eating, but they were just the full bird, just just the whole big old neck was just flopping around in the wings. W- and... Wing would fly up every now and then, kind of wave in the air. It was, uh, yeah, God, that is, I love they that. Are good. It's a whole different world. I just love that that area where we were, wherever we were, that <laughs> that little spot, that little X in the map, uh, is duck country is outside of bay city right uh, you know it was down there in the i mean there's flooded fields i guess lcra controls those fields down there and they're flooded fields for a certain reason uh part of water control system of some Probably sort for the, drainage uh, for the uh, the state nuclear power plant that's down there right in bay city that would 
Did you see that, that power plant? Thing that's pretty kind of an eerie. That's kind of an eerie. No, thing I didn't see that. My, my brother-in-law worked there, and they've got you know they've got guards at the gates with you know M14s and. Oh yeah, hello. It's a power plant. It's crazy. a nuclear. <laughs> No, uh, I didn't see it's it. a strange well, thing, but uh, you're right. There's a flyover. There's like an alleyway all through that area between there and well, Beaumont. it's all it's all farming fields, and they hunt these flooded fields. I mean, we hunted in a foot of water in this field of whatever it was. I don't know. I didn't <laughs> ask. But more ducks, man! Holy cow! We were done. I mean, I talked to y'all awesome. on the show, and we were like trying to finish up our last couple of birds, and. uh and that would have that was and that was like that was like thirty minutes into sunrise. Yeah, we were kind of like slowing down, like only taking really fun shots at that point. You know, like oh, don't no, I'm not gonna shoot that one; it's too far. I'm See, gonna wait till it comes this look way. Look at him smiling. This is what one of his friends said. I haven't seen you smile this much in what five years or yeah, something. There's yeah. something you need to. That was incredible. Well, so I bought a membership, a Polaris Ranger, and a trailer. <laughs> Actually, got I'm a uh, double wide trailer down in Bay City. So. Got, got my daughter some mudslinger boots. If you want to listen to my new radio show? It'll be called Duck Hunters. Uh, comes on at six a.m. in Bay City only. A channel five one five. <laughs> the light of the of the valley. No, nah, it was fun. It was a good time. Archery country. Uh, you know, archery country. Well, I was there this week, and uh, those guys aren't just uh, part-time shooters. They're not just guys hired to sell bows because they're looking for a part-time job. These guys are avid hunters. One of the owners was in. Where was he in Pakistan? Pakistani. He was in Pakistan with his bow hunting. These guys are absolutely the guys to go to in Central Texas if you're a bow hunter or if you want to get into archery at all. There's a lot of people now that are getting into archery. They're not even doing it as a hunting, but they're doing it as a hobby and just uh, a way to relax and enjoy shooting. Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range. They have crossbows. They have everything you need, and they can help you with it. Go see our buddies at Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard, uh, AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com, and they have some killer closeout stuff for end of the year and that kind of stuff. If you go see them, call them, make sure you say, what do you got that's... uh, that you're clearing out because next year's models and all that stuff, they'll be at the archery would, trade show. I would pretty like quick. a Matthews bow. If, just put that on my list. They have some from uh, some 2019s that. Uh, oh, they got dust models. on them or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, I'm telling you, I talked to them about them. They got them. Hey, news of the weird coming up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here, 24 7, 365. Catch us on. TheOutdoorZone.com I'm Andy Morgan and I fish FLW and you're listening to The Outdoor Zone. Welcome back at the Hafty Honda Days sales event. You can unwrap incredible deals that will make you, oh my gosh, you know the kind of gift that makes you, no way, 
Yeah, that's basically happy Honda days in a chestnut shell. <laughs> Get a great it. deal on a 2020 Pilot from KBV.com's best overall brand for 2019 with 1.9% APR financing for well-qualified buyers. Save today at your Central Texas Honda dealers. Check them out, CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details based on 2019 Brand Image Awards from Kelly Blue Books, KBB.com for more information. All right, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right, so it's your Christmas edition of News of the Weird, and um, I thought, what better than to look at some of the weird gifts that you can get or that have been gotten or things that you could come up with, and so I challenge you guys to come up with some of this stuff. One of the ones that I was thinking of that I I wish I would have figured this out, this was brilliant. So some guy took a picture of the sky and started letting people buy and name stars. And he makes a, a 29 cent exactly printed that way. But, but 29. Right. Uh, it's not much more than that, I'm sure. You know, it's like somebody took an Hey, acre. man, you want this star right here? <laughs> this one's yours. That's a space peanut. I uh, bought one. I bought one. You did? For my daughter, yeah. I've had a star and it was like, for me. Star number U Uzili nine seven four seven three six five is now, and you get to name it. Well, there's an unlimited the number of them. There's a lot. There's a lot of stars. And somebody's making say, money off this of that. Galaxy, they just go to the next one. Right? And then they give you a number and uh, and all that stuff and how to get how to see it and where. Uh, to look and it. so I think it's a cute idea, you know, for somebody, but it's it's. It's just basically, come on. Really? What does it mean? It's a star, bro. Hey, okay. speaking you don't of... Like, I guess you don't since like, I don't have a star... Apparently nobody bought him a star. <laughs> hey, speaking of... I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking your gift back. You, you I'm are buying a you a star. Oh. You had to be your own star. That's it. Okay, speaking of weird gifts, I brought in a weird gift. Oh. Or gifts. Here's one for you. Oh, Cody. No. Oh, gosh. And for TJ, here's one for you. You gave me my old. Uh, no, no. Wait, it's <laughs> what's inside. Back, back. It's what's one inside. I gave so, you. Let's see. Cody is going to hold it. I don't know that I want to do this live. Yeah, I want to do it live right now. Let's do it. Okay, open it up, Cody. Here's your. It's in a very nice bag. It's uh, got it's definitely been used before this bag and this tissue paper. Really? You think so? Oh my gosh! It's uh, yes, reused. It's got Everything from our house. We'll is see what's reused. in there. We collect all. <gasps> oh, you gave me my holster back. I oh. yes, you stole my host holster and you gave it back. He knew what he was doing. I oh. I got my gift by just looking at his face with when that sad puppy it. dog. We were so in a. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say. We were at a we had a white elephant at our Bible study that we all go to. So men's let, Bible now, study. Now put this in context. We have a men's Bible study, right? Where the guys before they go in are smoking cigars around the campfire, and yeah. then we go in. And the white elephant gift, one of them, of many of the cool gifts, one of them was this really nice leather holster. It is yeah, very it's nice. an in in. Uh, it's got the clip for 
It's got a paddle inside on your it. waist. The paddle, in, yeah, yeah, it just feels good. Nice you know? leather. And so that's the one I chose. I stole it from somebody, you know, in the white elephant you can steal or whatever, and right. I stole it. But he was eighteen and I was nineteen. Yeah, yeah. numbers of of who gets to draw, and so he stole it. Beefsteak stole this holster from me. All right. I don't know about stealing. I think you kind of gave it up. You just rolled over and said, okay, I know you're going to take it. No, you so walked TJ, around. You walked around. You, brought, like you are. Oh, I like the spam singles <laughs> in the bottom. So I, I brought you. <laughs> yeah, a single spam. I brought you two elk gross from the Arizona uh, mountains. So there they are. Oh, dude, Mrs. Graney is going to be so happy. All Thank right. you. you well, are, we brought you something, too. Oh, right. There you, you go. Uh, Duke Canyon Supply Company. That's big old brick of hunting soap. Scent <laughs> eliminator. Are you we trying just, to tell me something? Yeah, we're going to ask you to use Look at that. that thing. Oh my gosh! If you could use that before the uh, every each Sunday show. morning. Yeah, and it has your initial on it. We had your initial printed on it. A big D on there. Yeah, for disco. Oh man, what, what do you think? think? It's pretty cool, right? I'm glad you thought That's of that a as big a big old block. I'm glad you thought of that as a reaction to me giving you. You know, gifts this morning. Something else that you don't want to. Uh, one of one of the other things they push out there is uh, buy a buy a sloth or buy a, a bear or buy a animal, and it's you know it's you don't really get the animal. Which okay, so that ruins it just to begin with. But the uh, <laughs> National Wildlife Fund. It, an which Amazon is Amazon guy showing up to your house with a with sloth. A sloth. <laughs> this for, is taking forever. They, <laughs> they drop they it off in the it. driveway. Yeah, they drop it off at the bottom of your driveway, and the sloth takes like a week to walk up to your door. Uh, no, it's it's a way they raise money and um, for uh, PETA and anti-hunting and all that stuff. It's cute. It's cute. But just know that your money is going against your kids to ever pick up a fishing rod or go sit in a deer stand. That I mean, ever. If they had their way, you would not have a pet. So, Road Rash wants a tiger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he I, says, "I don't want a, I don't want a sloth. I want a, If I get a wild animal, I want a tiger. Yeah. You know, I. You know what? My neighbor, two doors down from my house." He had tigers, yeah, and when leopards. We moved in. When we moved in, and his tiger got out, and no, it's look it up, and it's in the Austin newspaper. Austin and, and you he shot got him. He got him. No. He moved them all out except for this tiger, and uh, and the city of Austin kept telling him, "Hey, you got to get that tiger out of here. You you can't keep him in. You can't." And so he ended up saying. No, I'm not doing anything about it. They came, tranquilized his tiger, and hauled the tiger off because he just didn't take care of his business. And but the tiger died because they over tranquilized him. Tranquilized him. Man, can you imagine the? Uh, and so that's how he's been living there without a job for all the years. Yeah, I well, and but you know what? <laughs> so I went up. back. Not long ago, I went back and I read all the court docs on it because, I mean, he's still got the cages in his backyard. It's two doors down from me. And uh, and some people remember this, that listen to the show. And then, uh, but the weird part was at the end of it, they did their autopsies, they did all that stuff, and they sent the animal back to him. They sent him back the, the body parts. 
in four plastic bags. Yikes. What? I swear to you, as I am sitting here, that in the court documents, they returned it to him, his... the. The lion or tiger's body in four plastic well, bags. I just hope they put a you tag. You want to, you, now, I just hope that they, ain't right. No, that I hope ain't they right. tag the carcass and not the head. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, dude. that was bad. So, that was terrible. printed socks, now you can get anything printed on socks, underwear, pillowcases. Oh, you, yeah, quilts. You can get, I mean, everybody gets their dog. Or their cat printed on their or grandchild. Hey, by the way, I want to. Hey, that wouldn't be bad. I want to write on the uh, or tell you what's on the back of this big Duke Canyon scent hunting. Uh, it says this ain't no squirrel hunting soap. This is big soap for big game hunting, double the size of others. It's lethal on odors because getting winded is not an option, and a portion of the proceeds benefit the U.S. veterans. I like it. God hey. bless. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill. You need to go over there. That'd be a great time to enjoy Shore Shore Raw Bar and Grill right now at the holidays. Uh, they have a really cool selection of oysters, great selection of wine, appetizers, uh, great, uh, de- delicious desserts. Beefsteak and I can attest to it. Uh, homemade breads. Our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider have done a great job over there at Shore. They're located Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyand Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for details. Game Warden Field Notes up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back. It's the Christmas edition of the Outdoor Zone. Thank you very much for being great listeners all year long. You regulators are the reason we get up on Sunday mornings and come in here and... uh, have fun and get to have fun and we wouldn't do it without y'all we appreciate you very very much um christmas is a special time of year we want to make sure that we acknowledge it and that we spend some time in it for the right reasons um also want to encourage you go see our friends at mcbride's guns right now they've got a bunch of great deals going on on all their firearms and i don't i can't think of one thing better than a firearm to get for christmas a nice glock or you know a nice remington hey, uh, you, 700 those, 1911 uh, for this new holster 1911 yeah that go. was so funny at men's group uh, <laughs> at our men's bible study cody was got that and i said well, what are you gonna put in that and he goes i don't know if i don't have something to fit it i'll just go buy something that was his excuse. and i just thought that is an awesome answer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, McBride's Guns, they're Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff. If you're looking for a personal carry 
or a referral for a class for personal carry, they got it. Youth model rifle or shotgun, go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. McBride's Guns in the same place they've been for years, corner 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is your hometown gun shop. Since I don't have a gun to fit this holster Beefsteak gave me, I'm just going to wear it around without a gun in it, and maybe my wife will get the hint, you know? I'll just wear it around like, I just don't have anything put in it. (laughs) Go to McBride's. Just your boxers and your your new holster. Yeah, that's right. Uh Now it's time for your Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So we've talked in here many, many times about uh, people who call the Game Wardens because, oh, I found a fawn next to my house and i've got it now in the house and it's wrapped in blankets and i'm trying to give it milk or <laughs> whatever those a baby bird or you know what they uh, tell them right or a coyote or a, a, a whatever a bobcat that and so and yes you're not supposed to touch them they it doesn't them. matter where they are you're not supposed to touch them i know i've read that and uh, even on next door stuff, you know, for uh, the neighborhood, the they she goes, I called the game wardens and they told me to put it back where it was. Yeah, and so it's been it, a <laughs> lot of believe it. A lot of animals have a, a lot of the little animals will die in those situations. But here's one out of Waterloo, Iowa. This animal's a dog in a coyote's body. Said Matthew Stokes about Drifter. A youngster who Stokes said was left by a coyote family that had dug a den this past spring in his backyard on the outskirts of Waterloo. Drifter was an orphaned pup looking for a pack. I became his pack, Stokes said. Stokes told the Waterloo Cedar Falls Courier that he was suffering at the time from a bone infection in a foot and was in danger of losing it. He said Drifter kept him going. I had to take care of myself. There was nobody else there to care to care for him. He saved my life, and I saved his life, too, Stokes said. But the pup was corralled by a neighbor while roaming the area in October and placed with the Wildlife Rehab Agency. This is not an emotional support animal. This is a wild coyote that he took out of the wild and decided to make a pet, said Tracy Bell, director of Wild Thunder Wildlife and Animal Rehabilitation and Sanctuary. Drifter is a young is young and seems docile, Bella said, but this adult but his adult behavior and predatory instincts have yet to kick in. This is not a domestic coyote. This is a wild animal, Bell said. While Wild Thunder's goal is to return the coyote to the wild. Stokes said he's obtained a letter from his physician that says Drifter is an emotional support animal because he helps Stokes with depression and anxiety. Stokes also is in the process of applying for a U.S. Department of Agriculture license to keep a dangerous animal, he said. And he's also studying a provision of Iowa law that would let him keep Drifter as an educational animal. 
So, <sighs> you know, I can see he's attached to a animal, to a critter. I can see that, but it is a wild animal and probably does need to be released back into the wild. Yeah, think. Come yeah. on. I mean, but but you hear that about wolves. People have wolf pups. Yeah. And doesn't make it right, man. Well, what about that one lady that had that baboon and raised it <laughs> from a little child and then about 10 years later it tore her face off? Yeah, you that happens. To, I mean, the same thing with just, the bear guy that lives with the bears. I mean, literally tore her yeah. face off. She got it reconstructed, but yeah, can you just bit yeah the guy who lived up there with the with the grizzly bears and yeah, thought like he was one and had a pack and then and he had his girl and then he got a girlfriend and brought her up there and they were both one with the grizzly bears until the grizzly bears decided they were going <laughs> to see what was chewy inside that tent there on the shoreline. <laughs> it's like people Done. jerky. Hmm. Yeah, and the bears ate both of them. I thought it was interesting that game wardens, Texas game wardens, made a post uh, on Facebook that their offices will be closed for the majority of the week. Um, they're not opening up most of this week. And it's just their office. They have 27 law enforcement offices that handle all the paperwork and all that kind of stuff around the state. And they made this post that they're not going to be open. Well, of course, you get an uproar. Right. 138 comments of people going, the game wardens are taking off for a week of the, some of the heaviest hunting in Texas. I can't believe that they're, they're like having to go back and retract. Like, no, just the office part. The game wardens work 24-7. 365. You know, they shouldn't even have put anything in there at all. I I mean, they should have just not said anything. Should have said, Merry Christmas. Make sure you're tagging your deer correctly. Don't put your tag on the antler. Put it on on the the, with the carcass. Oh my gosh. No matter where the head or antler go. So must have the tag. So there's a bunch of people that have come in and said, No, the game wardens work twenty four seven. It's just the office. They do. They'll pull you over if you're driving nuts. Paperwork is piling up in the office if they're not working all week. Must be not you know, I mean all these like come on. Come on, you jack. I've never been pulled over by a game warden. Well, you're, you're not doing coming. it right. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing He's enough coming, stuff. Cowboy. Yo, Mason Hunter. They got no <laughs> reason to pull you over. I mean, when's the last time you killed something? I mean, I went and got a head out of Oh, whoa, shots last, fired. Last night. Oh, it never I would have had two deer, but I heard this little voice of Cody Ryan. I blame in the it on me. Oh, the same deer came back out. You just oh, happened no. to shoot it that evening. <laughs> oh, they did look the same, but they're not the same. They do. Yeah. It's no antlers. No way. Man, I'm you don't kill nothing much. if you're not throwing hot lead down there, down range. That's I all I, I got to tell you. Voice you just got to be slinging head. that hot lead down there. Don't shoot the first thing that comes out. You're not supposed don't. to. Well, like, the only thing I thought you were going to say, you realized it was a nubbin buck or a, a spike. It because was. that's typically it what comes not. out and wanders around. You know it, it was. Can. It was not. You know, I had that uh, when I shot uh, the last doe I shot at my in-laws place <laughs> a few weeks ago. It was came out solo and was Very rare, yeah. for I mean thirty minutes by herself and ends up we aged it at like nine or ten years old a doe she was dry she had you know she had no no youngins I mean it was an old doe no teeth 
That's why she was there for 30 minutes trying to pick up, you know, a couple kernels of corn. She had no teeth. She was, I can't, I can't eat nothing. All right, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the Buckhouse. When we come back on the flip side, we're going to talk a little bit about, I've been on the radio a couple of different stations this week talking about the Lakeway deer problem. And uh, so we're going to have, we got a guest coming on. We're going to talk about it for a few minutes. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. God bless. Hey, today is a great day. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to church today or their churches aren't open or this is the uh, last church of the season or the year or whatever uh, before Christmas. So um, anyway, more on that later. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Only one place right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Merry Christmas.